1: back to rebel cells the star wars animation podcast for the bad batch episode tipping point i am your host uh not michael cohen today uh i'm kyle avery uh one of the co-hosts of the show mike is out today um but i'm here and i've got our other co-host the illustrious joe hogan with me how's it going joe
0: kyle mike is not here i finally don't have to be illustrious man come on
1: I couldn't let it go, you always have to be
0: a <laughs> well, well, I appreciate, but i can word. I can
1: introduce myself as not the altitudinous though
0: yes, what what would your preferred intro be?
1: Oh, I don't know, I don't need to say it because I know I'm altitudinous, so it just his, you know for me introducing heightness. myself that way it feels redundant, but <laughs> yeah, it's weird, um. But yeah, so obviously uh, Mike is uh, not able to be here for this one, but um, yeah, Joe and I will be flying the ship. It's like uh, Hunter's taking a nap and Wrecker and Omega got control of the ship and are taking out for a joyride. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a a great episode of Bad Batch to talk about. Uh, we haven't really talked much about it with each other aside from, you know, yeah. jumping on here and jumping right into the recording, so uh but i think we both really enjoyed it so um i'm excited to uh to jump in and talk about it
0: yeah absolutely man same here
1: all right well let's get right in and you know what I love the fact that this just happens to be uh, an episode that Mike is not on because <laughs> the first thing I'm going to talk about right out the gate is another KOTOR reference. Do it, um, baby. Hit me with not, it. In, in, not quite a Knights of the Old Republic reference, but an Old Republic reference. We start off this episode on the planet Balmora, uh, which we don't find out what planet it is until later. You know, they just they reference it by name and say that that's where this uh, Imperial ship left from um and balmora i think has been referenced in canon a couple other times i know they mentioned it in clone wars um that like the balmora run was like a smuggler's route through space or something like that um but as far as i can remember unless it's been in some comics or books or something that we that i haven't read which there are several of those um but i think this is the first time we've seen it in seen the planet balmora on screen um in canon and, uh, that's one of the main, uh, planets that you can play on in the old Republic MMO game, um, <clears throat> which I haven't played in a while, but, um, I used to be really into that game. So, mm-hmm. um, that was really cool just to, to see that as a, a nice touch. Um, so so like, let me oh, ask Belmore, you more. I've been there.
0: Was it recognizable? Like when you, when you saw it on screen, cause I, I played a little old Republic, but I don't really remember it that much, honestly. Um, was it recognizable did you did you like assume
1: no i didn't recognize it from the these okay. you know the brief glimpse of, that we got of it at the beginning but okay. i mean the that scene was very like dark it's nighttime it's kind of murky it's got a very bleak vibe uh reminded me of it kind of reminded me of the planet from uh mando where he meets ahsoka for the first time where it's got like all the forest oh, okay, cool. and stuff it kind of gave me that vibe Um, but yeah, I think Balmora from the game is very like industrialized and there's like weapons factories there and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I immediately recognized it and went, oh, that's Balmora. But also, you know, and again, this takes place like what, three, 4,000 years after uh, the time span that that game takes place in. So, um, was definitely the kind of thing where I was like, it's like, I could see that being part of that planet for sure. Um, especially, you know, with it being looking like it's kind of been desolate, you know, decimated by the empire and they're using it for like prison labor and whatever they're doing there. So, um, yeah, it was a nice touch, but also it was just cool to start out this episode on this desolate planet with, uh, you know, the first thing we see is, um, stormtroopers, you know, transporting some clones that are Imperial prisoners. We see Hauser is one of them. Um, so that was another great thing to see right off the bat in this episode. Hauser's alive. Uh, and then, of course, I spent the rest of the episode being paranoid that he wasn't going to survive. But um, <laughs> thankfully, he did for now. Hauser um,
0: simps rejoice. rejoice. Yeah. And,
1: and you know what? I mean, I... I mean, we, you know, obviously there's a lot more specific stuff to talk about and we can kind of save overall impressions for the end or whatever. But, like, this was kind of one of those episodes where it was just nice to, like, kind of get everything that we've been wanting to see. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot, we saw a lot of stuff in here that we've speculated about. Like, oh, what if Hauser's still alive? What if Echo and Rex are trying to find him and some other clones and they break them out? And what if, you know, Crosshair's on Mount Tantis and then they're bad. What's Gregor doing?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, um... So we got a lot of questions answered. We got to see a lot of stuff that we've been kind of wanting to see and wondering if we would get to see. And it finally started kind of all coming together here. So, Um, but yeah, right off the bat, getting, uh, you know, getting to see Hauser again, and then immediately getting this cool action sequence where, um, you know, Echo jumps out of hyperspace with a transport full of, uh, you know, Gregor and a couple other clones,
0: um, which I think the other guys on that ship were new clones, right? Yes, um, two two new ones. Who one of them I actually thought was Gree, and then realized like t- ten minutes into the episode, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's missing a head at this <laughs> point." Yeah, yeah so exactly. That's not he's, he's got but, too much of a
1: head to be Commander Gree. I, I think um, one of them was named Fireball, but I didn't. Catch yeah, it one there. was one was named Fireball. The other one was, um, yeah, he looked like from the same company as Gree. Or I even fought mm-hmm. in uh, Clone Wars season six in the episodes where where Tup, you know kills the Jedi. Um, there's another uh, clone squad, like in Oh the yeah, Doom's, battle where they've got yeah, or, Commander Doom, they? where like they've got the green armor and stuff. And so I, I, I think
0: they're one, his squad. one. They're either one forty five or one fifty or something like that.
1: I don't know, man. I I remember a lot of obscure Star Wars trivia, but <laughs> I know you're the clone guy, so I know if my any, if, pretty well. Yeah, if anybody's gonna remember, you know, battalion numbers. You know that's going to be
0: you. So I I feel like um, it's I feel like he's one fifty or one forty five or something silly like that. Yeah. Oh okay. Those those Doctor Doom, <laughs> yeah, homage clones. Yeah. So it
1: could have been somebody from his unit or or from grease unit or something. But yeah, because he had like that green
0: visor. Um, yeah, I couldn't get a good look at them. It was like the the lighting was so dramatic the whole time. I just kept trying to like see who they were because I wanted to know if they were clones we have we had seen before. But yeah. Really, Fireball's helmet stood out. He had those, like, cool, weird, wavy lines on it. Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. it
1: kind of reminded me of uh, Hardcase a little bit, but obviously, like, in in red instead of blue. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was cool. Again, we we get some new clones. We get to also see Echo and Gregor and Hauser, and, uh, you know, I was kind of surprised that Rex wasn't with them, but at the same time, it was still cool to see Echo and to know what he and Rex have been up to, that they have been trying to locate clones that are being imprisoned by the empire and stuff and that the number of clones being imprisoned by the empire is growing as these guys are starting to resist orders and um you know the empire is starting to phase them out and stuff and so we get to see one of these rescue missions in action where they're trying to help these guys out um so yeah it was a a cool uh cool way to start the episode and then of course as they're trying to escape um echo is downloading um you know, downloading information from the mainframe onto a data spike. And he doesn't get all of it because they're trying to wipe the data at the same time. And so, you know, he only gets part of it and it's encrypted. And so this is how it kind of connects back to the bad batch where he's like, Oh, I know a guy who can decrypt this and ends up, you know, going to tech (laughs) for
0: help. So wink um, at the camera.
1: Yeah. I know a guy. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, just a really cool way to start this all off to see all those guys together again. And, um, you know, start to, like I said, start to see the whole picture sort of come together where you're like, okay, this is where the Bad Batch is going to get brought, brought back in and and uh, see kind of where this final mission is going. It's weird because this episode, even though we had one episode this week and then uh, it's a two-parter next week um, with the Summit and Plan 99. Um, and I can't believe there's only one more week left of this season. It feels like now that we're at the end of it, it feels like it's flown by so fast. Um but this really kind of felt like a uh, like a part one of three, especially with the way that this kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, like there's there's definitely a lot in this episode alone that I'm excited about and, you know, glad we get to talk about. But at the same time, part of me is almost like, man, I wish we could just talk about the last three episodes altogether, because <laughs> this feels kind of like just the the first, you know, act one out of three.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, we're also at a point now that even the people who got the screeners, including Mike, well, Mike, Mike didn't actually watch them cause he wanted to discuss them with us, uh, kind of in quote unquote real time. But at this point now, nobody knows what's going to happen. We're all on a level playing field. No one really has to worry about, you know, tripping on spoilers or whatever, but it's, it's, it really is like, oh man, you're, you're a thousand percent right. This is the beginning of the ramping up story finale. And it's, you're right, man. This show really did blaze pl- past us. Um, yeah, I that's I, it's it's we've been eating really well the last few weeks between this and Mando. Like, yeah, I feel like every week has been like amazing. Mando entree, amazing. Bad Batch dessert. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely like great.
1: Especially since I feel like Bad Batch has really kicked it into high gear ever since mando yeah, came out exactly um you know there were some episodes earlier in the season that you know maybe weren't our favorites and uh you know i know um obviously especially with bad Batch, there's always people that are going to complain about filler episodes and stuff but i think even for mm-hmm. you me and mike there were some episodes where we got on and was like this was not a bad episode <clears throat> we just don't have a whole lot to say about it or we yeah. were like super excited to talk about it it just kind of was a thing that happened um yeah but yeah, now every ever since Mando started, every episode of Bad Batch has been like, oh man, Mando was awesome, but I can't wait to talk about Bad Batch too. So,
0: so you, you, Kyle, you weren't here last week. So, I'm curious if you have any thoughts on last week's episode leading into this one. How do you feel about them being on Pabu in general? Do you feel like it's, I mean, Mike and I talked about it a little bit where it was very obvious that Pabu was set up as the kind of carrot in front of, you know, being dangled in front of them because we know it's not going to last. Right. Uh How did you feel about, I would actually argue that we're kind of in part two of four, because I think that was such like an important setup episode leading into this one, which will lead into, you know, the, you know, the last two episodes. Do you feel like last week's episode was, um, a little too on the nose, considering we know now that they're kind of gonna like probably lose it eventually, like Pabu what we're only speculating right now, but I think it's kind of obvious that something really bad is going to happen to Pabu right like well it's see that's that's an interesting question because I
1: don't know if something bad is going to happen to Pabu or if something bad is just going to happen to the bad batch or, um, you know, something bad is going to happen with them. I think it definitely, you're right. Like it's, it's set up as kind of this dangling carrot of like, oh, this is the peaceful life we could have. Mm -hmm. Um, but we know like, you know, at the end of that episode when they're like, oh, you know, we think we'll stay a while. Um, it's like well, there's three episodes left of the season, so we're not gonna. Right. You guys aren't gonna get to stay here peacefully for right. the whole rest exactly. of the season. Like, it, you're gonna get pulled away again. Um, but that could mean that the empire is gonna come to Pabu, or again, that me- that could mean that, like in this case, at least what it seems like is happening so far from this episode, just the Bad Batch being pulled away uh to help out with crosshair and uh with these other clones and stuff and realizing like oh as much as we would like to kind of settle down and live this quiet peaceful life like there's still people out there in the galaxy that need us um now it did have me wondering and i don't know if you guys talked about this at all um we haven't gotten a confirmation yet
0: of a bad batch season three have we uh, I don't know if we actually got confirmation, but I do remember at some point Dave saying Bad Batch would be three or four seasons. Okay, like because, that was the I mean, goal. I don't know if I don't know if Lucasfilm actually said, "Yeah, that's definitely happening." Yeah, that
1: um, would have. I mean, and that would have been my guess from the outset that the show would have run three or four seasons, kind of similar to right. Rebels. Um, I just feel like they're at a point now where like they could end this here if they wanted to. Like if, and to kind of like, if they wanted to give them a happy ending, be like, oh, here's this idyllic place you guys could lay low, like help out with this community. Omega's got friends her own age. Um, And then it's like, oh, wait, real quick. We got to go rescue Crosshair from the Empire first and help out with all this stuff with, you know, Rex and, and the other clones and everything. Um I just feel like depending on how, on how things go over these next couple episodes, they could finish this mission and then come back to Pabu and it'd be like a happily ever after kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I, I don't necessarily expect that to happen, especially because if this was going to be the final season, I feel like they would have announced it at some point. Um, Unless the show like just gets canceled and I don't, maybe they're, maybe they're going to do what some shows have done where like they kind of leave it on a place that could be a good ending in case they don't get picked up for another season um but then if they do get picked up obviously there's still more stories they could tell um yeah i'm just kind of curious as to how things are going to resolve over these next couple episodes and like obviously the you know the bad Batch could continue going on missions forever but like it seems like they're kind of done with sid and like the mission of the week you know just going after a, a treasure or whatever um and then as far as this whole thing with Rex and Echo and the clones and trying to fight the Empire, it's like that can only get so far because we know that the clones are not going to be successful in overthrowing the Empire. Um, But if they can be successful in rescuing Crosshair and some other clones from Mount Tantis, um, and we know that the Empire is going to be uh, having more kind of cloning experiments and stuff as we see all the way into, you know, the Mandalorian and then, you know, Rise of Skywalker and all that. Uh, but as of right now, we haven't seen Mount Tantis in any other material. And so maybe that's something that they introduced just for bad batch. And maybe they're even going to go so far as to like destroy Mount Tantis. And that'll sort of be their victory and sort of as far as they can go without sort of affecting the larger story of the empire and the rebellion and stuff. Um, so I don't know. That's just something that's been in the back of my mind as I've watched, you know, these last, uh, these last couple weeks. um, and again, I don't expect that the show is gonna end here only because I feel like they would have announced it by now if it was. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like we're kind of starting to get to a point where I'm like, not that I not that I want the story to wrap up or feel like they're running out of material or that you know that, that they're running out of good story ideas or anything, just that like this could be a good place to end it if they wanted to. Um, And I feel like if, depending on how this ends, if they are going to continue on after this, that maybe things will go in a different direction, that it won't necessarily be so much of like them just trying to fight the Empire and stuff. Because again, it's like, that can only go so far.
0: It's it's funny you even bring that up, because I'm pretty sure Hunter says to Echo, like, hey, when's it going to be enough? We're not going to beat the Empire. And it's almost like they're talking to us, like, hey... You guys know how the story goes. We don't we don't beat the Empire. We can only do so much. Um, So, yeah, that's that's actually a pretty good point. I I didn't actually look at it that way. Um, I don't know, man. I just feel like. it, It you could be right now that I'm thinking about it, like maybe that is maybe Pabu is their happy ending and in order to save it, they have to go do whatever they have to go do to, like, against the Empire to, like, keep Pabu off the radar or, you know, keep... Maybe the Empire really does have to think that they're dead and or destroyed or just, like, not have any more use for them before it's safe for them to go back to Pabu. But, like, I think they're definitely setting something up by making each member of the Bad Batch flourishing on Pabu, right? Like, Omega Mm. is, like, can be a kid, right? Uh, Wrecker is helping out everyone and is loving helping out everyone because he's the strong man and he's finding use here and he's fishing and he's reinforcing things and he's doing amazing. Then you have Tech who has this like awkward but awesome budding relationship kind of forming with uh with Fee, which is neat, and then you have <laughs> Hunter who's super happy watching everyone. He's not really doesn't really have anything himself that he's flourishing, but he's just happy that Omega's happy. And it's it's cool to see all of them in a place where they deserve and belong. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's obviously a lot more conflicts on the way for them and, and what that's actually going to mean. We don't really know yet. I think you're right, because last week I was convinced, OK, this is not going to last This is what's going to get them back in the fight. This place is going to be destroyed. Hopefully, Fee is not dead, but, like, maybe she's in danger or whatever. Um, You know, something is going to happen that's going to take away Omega's core innocence. And then she's going to be like, no, we have to fight the Empire. We we can't just sit. Because, like, Omega is always the conscience, right? Omega is the little Jiminy Cricket on the Bad Batch's shoulder every episode. Where she's like, no, we have to help. This random person, yeah. I feel like she is ultimately going to be the driving force of like, no, we can't just sit here anymore. We have something worth fighting for now. We have a home, we have to do something about this. Um, so yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe nothing horrible happens to Pabu. Maybe it's just, you know, they do go to try to rescue Crosshair, and for whatever reason, they decide they really need to fight in order to you know, preserve this new way of life. Because I feel like it's weird if they just introduce them to this new way of life that they all seem to be really comfortable and happy with, and then all of a sudden they just leave to go save Crosshair and then just don't go back there.
1: Right. No, that and that's the thing. That's why I'm wondering, like, now that they found this, is it just like, okay, we got to go back for one more mission and we got to rescue Crosshair, but then we're going to mm. come back here again. But also, right. I mean, in this episode, Hunter also talks about how just as soldiers, they're so used to moving around and not putting down roots. And so uh maybe, like, as much as Pabu seems like it would be a fitting long-term home for them, um, maybe it could even be something where in the future this is kind of just like their home base and the place that they come back to, to Mm -hmm. unwind or, you know, when there isn't a mission. Um, but they could still be, you know, maybe it won't be like a permanent retirement to Pabu. Maybe they'll still be going out on missions or still be doing stuff to help people or fight the empire or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just kind of had that feeling of like, not necessarily that something, bad was going to happen to pabu but just that something was going to happen obviously to draw them back into the fight i thought maybe that um the empire was going to find them there because they were looking for omega because remember i think it was was it even back in the zillow beast episode where they had um yeah
0: that was yeah they
1: had nala say at uh at mount tantus and then they were like all right well we need to uh, Lama sue was the one who told the imperial guys like um if you want the the key to manipulating her you got to find omega and so it was like all right obviously they're going to be coming after her again whether that be an imperial fleet whether it's more bounty hunters uh you know somebody's coming after omega so i thought that rather than the empire showing up in force and like wiping out uh pabu or something i thought maybe you know they would think that they're safe and protected here and out in this most remote place in the galaxy somebody still finds them and kidnaps omega And they have to follow her back to Mount Tantis. And that's how all of this was going to unfold. Um, But instead, it's Crosshair warning them that the Empire is after Omega. And that was nice to see, too, kind of transitioning back into um, his storyline in this episode. Um, Because we had speculated about that, too. Oh, are they going to be doing, like, those experiments on him and trying to be, you know, brainwashing him to turn him into one of those mindless clone assassins or something like that? Yeah. But Crosshair specifically was, uh, and I forget the name, I keep forgetting the name of this new Imperial scientist bad guy. Um, but, uh, you know, he's the one that's... I just,
0: I just had, while you were talking, I had his name and then I forgot about it. It's it's such an H.
1: Yeah, it's like a regular dude sounding name. It's like Dr. I don't know, Gavin something or other. Um, I gotta look this up, this is gonna drive me crazy. Okay, you, you look it up and then, uh... Yeah, like I just remember reading it in the credits when I just watched the episode, but um, it's not going to come back to me. But if you, as soon as you say it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But he's the one that's looking for Omega. And so uh, rather than doing any weird experiments on Crosshair or anything, he specifically wants him just so he can torture him to try to get any information out of him that would help lead to the Bad Batch. Because um, he's like, even though you haven't been with them for a while, you don't know where they are. Like, you know how they think, you know how they operate, and if anybody's going to be able to give us anything that would help lead to them, it's going to be you. Um, Hemlock. Hemlock.
0: What's his first name? Uh, it just says Hemlock. So oh, okay. Let me, um, let me do a control left. Maybe. A... Royce. <laughs> Royce. Royce. Hemlock. Okay. Yeah. Royce. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, it's, like, why would I remember Royce, Royce. Hemlock?
1: That sounds like. The, you know, Dr. Royce Hemlock, that sounds like your optometrist, Dr. not an imperial Royce. villain.
0: It's like a, like a pediatrician. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,
1: so, uh, but yeah, so I like how even in this instance, you can kind of see even the bond that Crosshair has with Omega to an extent, um, where even though the two of them never really had any any super close moments or anything, but she was the one that had compassion on him and was like, hey, like, I know what you're going to do, and it's not your fault. You know, back when he was still being controlled by his inhibitor chip and stuff like that. Um, And when uh, he was with the Bad Batch and they were on Camino and it was going down and everything, you know, she was the one that was trying to reach out to him and and get him to, um, you know, feel like part of the group and, you know, was willing to forgive him for his past sins and everything. And so... And I think crosshair now that he kind of has become disillusioned and has uh you know turned against the empire and he killed his commander um you know maybe he would be willing to uh you know protect any of the members of the bad batch, but I think specifically the fact that they're after omega um I think knowing that is kind of what really fuels him in resisting this torture for as long as he does and not giving up any information on them mm. um but uh yeah, so I mean just seeing them inject him with, you know, serum or whatever from one of those uh, interrogation droids. And, you know, they're trying to get anything out of him that they can and he doesn't give them anything. And at one point he breaks out and he goes and he sends a message off to the Bad Batch, um, you know, just warning them that the Empire is coming after them and that they're after Omega. Um, so yeah, it's I again I'm still wondering, you know, what is Crosshair's ultimate fate going to be? I really hope that they can get there in time to save him before anything, you know, permanently bad happens to him. Um Yeah, there's it's weird because there's a bunch of different ways this can go. I hope that this season has a happy ending, that they get reunited with Crosshair, that he gets to be a good guy again, that they get to you know, if not stay on Pabu permanently, at least go and relax there for a while. But there's also any number of ways that this could go wrong and something really tragic or, uh <laughs> you know, Depressed really that. just like shocking could happen that then could extend the season, you know, the, the story a lot further. And it's like, Oh, okay. Now in, I mean, heck, maybe they, maybe this season ends with Omega getting kidnapped and the whole next season is crosshairs back with the bad batch and they got all work together to try to mm. go rescue Omega or something like that. So um yeah i don't know it's like there's uh there's a, a very clear kind of easy way out if everything goes well but there's also any number of ways that this could go wrong
0: right yeah the, it's, it's 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 so hard to speculate um i, I well the, the, this has been on my mind for half the season i want to see delta squad right we had scorch go off uh hemlock had said to scorch find out who did it and uh you know find them and scorch is gone scorch is no, no longer to be seen at least so far this past episode mount Tantus, but all of a sudden they know it's clone force 99 is the one doing that that's up to whatever you know uh, what was it what what were they investigating i guess that was the zillo beast incident right cuz they were like who who did this um. Um. And then no, it happened I think to they be... were. I think
1: they were trying to investigate who attacked the transport ship. At the beginning of this episode.
0: No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about in, in the Zillow Beast episode at mm-hmm. the end when Hemlock tells Scorch, "Hey, find out who did this." And it turns out he knew that it was Clone Force. Oh, that's how it was. That's. Okay, that's why he's... Because then, after that, um, Lama Sue was saying, oh, yeah, I know all about this kid that you're looking for. Let's talk. So, that's how Hemlock found out about Clone Force 99, not necessarily that Scorch went off doing whatever, because it happened to be the same... They were looking for the same person. Like, well, group. Both of them. Omega is is how... um. Uh, what's her name? He's gonna talk. The other Kaminoan scientist, Nalisei. Nalisei, yes. So, uh, Omega was Nalisei's weakness, and also Clone Force 99 were the ones who were responsible for the the incident with the not responsible for the incident, but they were the clones that were at the uh, crash site of the Zillow Beast. And you know, they when Hemlock was like, oh, go find out who this was. Um, it just happened to be that those are like intersect because of the two of them, and we knew that, but they didn't know that yet. But I was thinking, oh, he knows Clone Force ninety nine, and he figured they the Scorch went and figured it out somehow. Um, all right, I'm less I'm less enthused about that now, I, d- <laughs> Kyle. I want Delta Squad so bad in these last. Oh, I know. A, 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 oh, I please. Think, I think.
1: I think you've mentioned it one or once or twice.
0: <laughs> yeah, once or 20 times. Uh I like and I know I'm just, just setting myself up for disappointment because it's probably not going to happen, but oh my god, I want it so bad. Um I lost my train of thought. There was something else that I wanted to say about uh Oh, okay. Um I I did think there was something interesting about the distress signal from crosshair being plan 88. And then the final episode is called plan 99. Hmm. So obviously they're not the same coded message or plan or, uh, strategy or whatever. But I did think like my little antennas when I was like, Oh, I wonder, wonder what, what that means. Um,
1: and yeah, it... I don't know. Cause I had just kind of assumed that plan 99 just referred to, Flown yeah 99 and they have a plan um, i did too and, but and I then i also, realized i also oh, the thought hell. the next episode is titled the summit and i just thought oh it's the summit of mount tantus because it's a big mountain but then we find out in this episode uh when uh dr royce i already forgot his last name because again hemlock just hemlock um <laughs> he's talking to tarkin and uh I think he's talking about having plans for the clones or something. Oh, yeah, because Tarkin is talking about like, oh, we've rounded up other clones that are dissenting. And he's like, hey, like, if you keep just decommissioning these clones, it's not going to solve the problem. But if you send them to me, like, I have things I can do to make them compliant and loyal and everything. And Tarkin is like, okay, cool. Well, I want to hear you present this full plan at the summit. And so it sounds Mm. like there's maybe a big meeting coming up of top Imperial leadership. Um, and so now it's like, oh, okay. It's not just referring to like a mountain summit. It's actually, this is like an event that's going to be happening. Right. Um, conference kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the final episode could be the same way where it's like, you look at that episode title ahead of time and think, oh, it's just something totally, you know, nonchalant. And then maybe the episode before we find out like, oh, maybe plan 99 is like the bad Batch's, you know, big ultimate secret plan that they've only had to do in extreme cases before or something like that. So, mm. um,
0: yeah, It's also interesting. interesting that all of these numbers are multiples of 11, like six order 66.
1: Hmm. You know I plan never 99. got
0: onto that before. See, I always yeah, kind like... of thought that, uh, nine, the clone 99, cause I know the bad batch is, is named in honor of 99 because you know, the, the, uh, defective, uh, yeah. Defectiveness of, of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, And ninety nine was such the opposite of a clone that like obeyed sixty six. It's just like sixty six turned on its head. So I didn't really Mm. think of anything in the relationship between sixty six and Plan ninety nine and Clone Force ninety nine. But now I'm noticing. Okay, now we have eighty eight. What's seventy seven? Other than the year Star Wars Wars came out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Say it, man. What's Plan? I want to know what Plan seventy seven is. What's what's Plan fifty five? You know what I mean? Like I'm curious. I'm really curious if, you know, who, who is coming up with that? I mean, obviously the bad batch probably concocted these, their plans, but yeah. I'm like, there's probably some coincidence there because like
1: bad batch having plan 88 and plan 99 and Palpatine doing order 66. Like, I don't think mm -hmm. they were intentionally, you know, both making those all multiples of 11, but Mm um. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be uh it be interesting to see like I said what that plan is and if it's um just referring to their squad number or if that is like a specific uh like strategy they're gonna execute. Mm.
0: Oh hey, I actually have a question for you. Um okay. I'm trying to remember her name. The Doctor Lady at Mount Tantis. Yep. Why did Crosshair not kill her? her? Wait, what? She's Doctor Lady. That's that's fine. Um, why why did Crosshair kill the stormtroopers and not her?
1: I think because the stormtroopers were more of a threat.
0: Um, because yeah, but like if if he doesn't escape, she's going to keep torturing him. Yeah, but on the orders
1: of uh Doctor Royce, um Hemlock. There, I finally remembered his last name. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was interesting. I thought of that, too, as I was watching that. But um, and also I couldn't tell because it. I was kind of getting hints that at first it kind of seemed like she might be working with him um, or like she was trying to help him out or that she at least was not sort of as on board with this plan as everybody else was. Yeah. Um, and when Crosshair, you know, gets his arm out of the restraints and, and gets a blaster, I was like, wait, did she leave that there for him? Like, I got to go back and watch that again. Because mm. I was like, who's just leaving a blaster on the table in reach of a prisoner, you know? Or was he able to, like, was one of the guards close enough that he got it out from, like, their holster? Um, but regardless, like, stormtroopers or soldiers, if they see him trying to escape, they're probably just going to gun him down. So it would kind of make sense that he would immediately shoot those two um, just for his own safety. Um, and then, you know, he's kind of threatening her. And I, again, maybe, maybe he sees something in her that makes him think that, you know, she's not a threat or that maybe she kind of wants to help him or something like that, or she's not as bad as the rest of them. But I also think it's showing a little bit of character development on Crosshair's part that he is kind of turning back to the good side, if you will, that he's yeah. not just like, uh, you know, itchy trigger finger, like murdering everybody. Like he's going to take out people that are a threat or that could kill him. And, uh, when it's, you know, just the more or less innocent scientist, um, who's unarmed and, you
0: know, is trying. I don't to know how innocent these. she is. Well, uh, again, <laughs> like innocent in the sense that like, you know, she's <laughs> not, I,
1: I don't know what she's done there and you know, what kind of stuff she's complicit in, but um, you know, again, just the fact that she's trying to be reasonable and talk to him and, you know, she's not sort of an immediate threat to his well-being. He's like, all right, you know what? I'll just stun you and escape rather than putting a hole in your chest.
0: She did seem sincere when she was trying to talk him down and not she's like, look, dude, you're you're not getting out of here. I'm not like I'm not just saying stuff to to get you to stay here you're not, you are not going to get out. And that's kind of why I think she didn't leave that blaster for him. um, Because she really did seem like she was trying to talk him out of what he was doing. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. And that's why, you know, at first I was like, wait, is she helping him? And then as they were talking, it was like, no, it doesn't seem like she is. Um, But again, you're right. Like she did seem sincere and like, you know, sort of concerned for his well being. It wasn't just like, Hey, be a good prisoner and cooperate. It was like, Hey, look, man, like, I'm trying to help you out here. Like, you're not going to get out of this. So, um, yeah, again, I think the fact that she was sort of being sincere and genuine with him and was not trying to harm him or you know anything like that. Um, he was like, OK, maybe I don't need to do a murder for once.
0: <laughs> One less murder today. Yeah. Um, and but- she seemed kind of cause didn't it didn't the camera linger on her as the last shot where she seemed like not super into like crosshairs up dosage of torture serum? Well, again,
1: that's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah, yeah. it was like it, it was just kind of subtle hints that I was like, what is is she you know, is she on his side or is she just not as into this as everybody else? Um but again, certainly seems like the the type that. If Crosshair is going to spare anybody, it would be her. Um, Because she at least seemed to, to some degree, have his best interest in mind. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's kind of just there doing her job. Which is why I said, you know, more or less innocent. Like, I'm sure she's done some bad things. But, you know, she seems to not be as bad as the rest of them. So Um,
0: It's just weird. Just because I feel like in all of the episodes, you know, we haven't seen her many times. But in the scenes we've gotten her in... Uh, before now, she didn't really seem all that bothered by anything that was going on. She's she's kind of evil seeming, honestly. Maybe this is something that's going to have more of a future payoff too
1: in the next couple episodes, that maybe Mm. she will end up helping him or letting him go or something like that. Um, Or stabbing him in the back when he thinks he can trust her. I don't know, but I feel like there was definitely kind of a reason for that. But like I said, I think part of it is just showing some development on Crosshair's part, too, that, um, I mean, we've seen him straight up murder civilians. um, And now to see him, you know, at least sparing the life of someone who may not be quite as bad as everybody else that he's up against um, just shows, I think, a little bit of him kind of turning a corner. And uh, kind of trying to do the right thing. So we'll see if that pays off in the long run. If, uh, you know, maybe she's willing to help him out because she's like, hey, you could have killed me and you didn't. Um, Or if, uh, again, he ends up thinking he can trust her and she ends up stabbing him in the back. Or if we're overthinking all of this and she's just random Imperial science lady
0: number two. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It does feel like there's some groundwork though for her to play a, a larger role though. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, there's so. definitely hints to it. Yeah. Um
1: so yeah, what else? I'm trying to think what what happened that we haven't talked about yet.
0: So um, I'm I'm interested in a line that uh Rex kind of said in passing when he was describing the actually was it Rex? No, Rex wasn't in this episode. I think yeah, we didn't see Rex in this episode. Um so Echo had mentioned I think it was to Hunter when he went to go see them on Pabu, um, he's talking about they had a network of clones, not only in hiding, but also ones that are still in the Empire. So mm-hmm. he still has Imperial contacts that are are clones. I'm wondering how much of the network we're going to see um, in terms of those guys behind the scenes in, in, you know, in the next two episodes. But more than that, I feel like a lot of it's been the Bad Batch always going on missions, but I'm kind of wondering if for like this big play to go get crosshair and to basically do some sort of attack or some type of sabotage on Mount Tantus, are we going to see Rex's full force? You know, Hauser, uh, uh, Fireball, Gregor. Is Cody going to be in the mix? Like, where is he? We haven't seen, we, we know he's MIA, According to the Empire, is he with Rex? Is he going to, is he stuck in Mount Tantis? What's the deal with that? Um, Are we going to see just the Bad Batch going after Crosshair? Or are they going to use this as an opportunity to kind of throw everything they have at, uh, you know, wherever this is going?
1: Yeah, I could definitely see uh, more, more if not all of those clones getting involved uh, other than just the Bad Batch because Crosshair is there, but we know that they're holding a lot of other clones there on Mount Tandis too. I mean, that was the whole thing. That's how they found out about it was, um, you know, they decrypted like the data logs from that ship and found out that that's where they were going and that's where they were transporting those clone prisoners. And then they were like, uh, you know, there's been a lot of other clone prisoners that have, um, already been taken there. That's how they found out the Crosshair was there. Um, but who knows how many other clones they've got there. And if if uh, Echo and, you know, his squad of guys were willing to risk their necks just to save three clones on that ship at the beginning of the episode, I think they would definitely be willing to uh, sort of get a big operation together to try to liberate everybody that's being held at Mount Tantis. Um, and yeah, I think we'll see Rex get involved. I think... Uh, I think we got to see Cody, right? Like maybe that's why Rex wasn't there in this episode. Maybe he's off, you know, meeting with Cody somewhere and recruiting him. Um, And as far as the clones that are still within the empire, maybe that's where we'll see Wolf. Um considering that uh i mean i think that would make sense because we haven't seen him yet but we know he ends up being one of the ones in rebels that's off with rex you know in the desert but he also is the one out of all of them that still kind of is most trusting of the empire in rebels because he Mm -hmm. he turns over you know he initially turns over uh canaan and ezra and like reports to the empire and says hey we got jedi hiding out here um and then kind of realizes his mistake and helps him fight the empire and everybody's friends at the end of the day. But um, I just think thematically with that, it would make sense that maybe Wolf is one that like is maybe feeding some information to Rex and realizes that uh, Rex is trying to do what's best and help out the clones. And yet maybe at the same time still has a little bit of belief in the empire and hasn't fully walked away from it yet. Um, Or is just, you know, maybe he has fully turned on them, but is just working as a spy, like, um yeah it would be cool to see sort of how some of that is working because um obviously we know like that's how they found out about that ship in the beginning um so i'm sure that'll come into play at some point and that also is maybe something they could explore in a future season too you know if not in just these next couple episodes because they already have kind of a lot to get to um but also i wouldn't be surprised you know if they get a big force of clones involved um i wouldn't be surprised if we do see wolf just knowing that he ends up being one of uh rex's buddies that survives the war so um yeah i don't know lots of interesting stuff they could do there but it was cool in this episode just to even go back to coruscant and see like the little group that they had put together see uh senator shuchi there with them again and trying to help them all out um i'm really liking what they're doing with her character and you know just a couple episodes that she's been in this season but showing her as really an ally to the clones um And not only that she's wanting to kind of help them on a political level and uh, just get them like basic rights and housing and food and stuff, but like now that they're kind of putting a little rebellion together, she's still sticking around to help out. So, um, I mean, I wonder if she's a character that we could see maybe join the rebellion at some point in a future story, but also the fact that we haven't seen her in like you know, rogue one or rebels or, uh, Andor or anything is just one of those Uh things that makes you like, Oh, should we be scared for her safety? Um, Uh same with Cody, you know, it's like, if we do see Cody show up with Rex and all the rest of these guys, it's like, he wasn't one of the group that was hanging out, uh, in the desert in rebels. And so like, is he going to be the one, one of the ones that doesn't make it out? I don't know. Um, so like I said there's a lot of ways that this could go bad and there's a lot of characters involved whose yep. safety I'm kind of concerned for but um it's just cool to have you know all these returning characters in play and get to see them all again.
0: Hauser too. I'm
1: like oh I hope they don't kill off Hauser like uh, I love that guy.
0: We finally got him back please. Yeah. I want to see Hauser like kicking some butt. Yeah, seriously. That's what I want to see. Yeah,
1: just give us a happy ending well, next week. Just just have it be like the summit we can see what You know, get the full extent of the Empire's devious plans, and we can see Rex and Cody and Echo and everybody putting together this big force of clones to try to stop it. And then Plan 99 just goes off perfectly. They rescue all the clones,
0: they destroy Mount (laughs) Tantus, and
1: everybody goes back to Pabu and lives happily ever after, and that's it.
0: And Palpatine cries and apologizes for ever doing anything bad to dissolve the Empire. And then the original trilogy was all just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> that was plan 77. There you go. Yes, for sure. Oh, wow. Meta. Cause it goes back and erases what happened. in 77. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I guess we don't have to wait too much longer for answers, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And I think that's,
1: i mean i think we pretty much hit on all the main points it also was nice seeing uh just you know seeing echo come and find them on Pabu and getting that nice reunion between him and omega um and it was funny because he even said you know she's like oh echo i miss you so much and he's like i haven't been gone that long um which is true like he's only been gone for a few episodes and even in you know when he left and they had like a big emotional farewell i was like i'm sure it's not going to be that long before we see echo again um but mm-hmm. also just you know the episodes that we had after that kind of exploring um you know omega and tech's relationship and the different ways that they dealt with processing the emotions of echo leaving it's like oh yeah it does kind of feel like it was this big thing um and then he comes back and it's just a few episodes later and it's like oh yeah he wasn't gone for that long but um <laughs> yeah it was nice to briefly get everybody reunited again and i'm definitely looking forward to uh seeing you know when we get to see crosshair reunite with the squad and have him be a part of it again too and like i said i don't know how brief that's gonna be i mean again that's one of the other like waiting for the other shoe to drop kind of things it's like once they rescue crosshair and he's part of the squad again is everybody gonna make it out and you know or is there gonna be one of them that ends up sacrificing themselves for the rest to get away or to save omega or is crosshair gonna have to do something to atone for his sins but like I'm just hoping at the very least I hope that they don't rescue him and then you know they have to just like carry him out of there unconscious or something. I want like one glorious moment of like the full bad batch back in action together, really gelling as a squad just taking out stormtroopers left and right. Um and seeing that you know as much as these guys are great together, you know, they work even better with Crosshair in there and then having them fighting with Rex and all the other clones and everything would just be really cool. So um, if nothing else, I hope we get some you know heroic clone action and some cool bad bash moments um, in the finale. but um yeah, it'll be it'll be great to see everybody together again. It's just you know I hope they all make it out and i'm I'm worried about what's gonna happen, but I'm excited about it at the same time.
0: Kyle, I am a thousand percent with you, but the thing that worries me is that so the series starts with. Uh, obviously they're the the whole bad batches together uh, minus omega obviously but we saw them fighting as a unit as 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 one unit and, and being an extension of each other and kicking butt but like that was that moment of them being reunited and fighting together we kind of already got it at the end of last season where it's like oh yeah we work so much better as a full Fully functional team when it's all five of us and we're all kicking butt together. I worry that they're just not going to give us that this time because we already got it. See, but they um, weren't really. But they I want really, it. Like I'm with you. I they, want it. I want more. They weren't of it. really fighting though. They were just trying to escape from Camino. Um... No, they fought. They they that whole sequence where he executed his own men, and then they fought the uh, the like dark trooper training robots. In the training room, that was like a whole big. Sequence. Oh, I completely um, forgot about it. Um, you
1: know what? Yeah, clearly I need to. I, I need to go that back and watch scene. the that finale was, again because I. Compl- <laughs> that was my favorite. I completely scene. forgot about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been so long since I've watched most of season one. I, I mean, I mainly just remember them escaping Camino and the, uh, you know, Rampart
0: destroying it and everything. Um, okay, well, I still hope they do that. Um, I agree look I wanted to man I'm with you but I just worry that that's the emotional beat last time that we already got so they're like alright you already got that we gotta we got to do something different this time otherwise it's just more yeah. the same
1: I don't know we'll but see but I,
0: I don't care I, give me more yeah. of the same I love watching them fight because last
1: time it was like oh they're fighting well together so is Crosshair gonna rejoin them and then it was like no he's still loyal to the Empire and so right. now that Crosshair has True. left the Empire True. it's like okay now let's see them all fight together again when they truly really are all on the same side Um, And it's not just a a a matter of circumstance where they're sort of forced to survive together, but it's like, you know, they really are all coming together as a unit again. Um, But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We've only got a week to wait to find out and uh, then we'll be done with Bad Batch for the season until
0: whenever season three comes out. Um, Dude, I am going to miss having Mando and Bad Batch at the same time. It's—I know—it's a spoiled thing to to. I appreciate every single week that I had both. I was so happy. I was like, "Oh, it's like opening up Christmas presents right now." Yeah. I'm so excited. I get, and if one present isn't exactly what I wanted it to be, there's another present that could be exactly. what I wanted to be. And then every present has been
1: amazing
0: for the last four weeks. Yeah, and
1: especially like we said, you know, kind of leading into the season of Mando, there were some episodes of Bad Batch that were just like not the most exciting. And so then, um, you know, Mando comes out and like, that's what I was most excited about. And so it's like every Wednesday, I would just be super hyped about Mando. I'd watch that I would talk about it and everything. And then I'd be like, Oh, yeah, I got to watch Bad Batch too. And then I'd be like, holy crap, that was a really good episode of Bad Batch. I'm excited to jump on Rebel Souls and talk about that now. So
0: See, I actually did it the other way around. I was watching Bad Batch first because I was worried that I wasn't going to like it as much as the Mando episodes. But the Bad Batch episodes have been so good, it's like, whoa, that was insane. Now I get to watch Mandas. Yeah. Great. Um, so yeah, it's
1: been it's been a lot of fun. Um And Yeah, today was definitely another one of those days where we got two great episodes and I enjoyed the heck out of both of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we'll get a a double dose next week. Um, And then yeah, like I said, I can't believe it's gonna be over already. But we got a lot of exciting stuff leading into this finale. Um, Of course, this one just kind of ended on a cliffhanger with, you know, like Crosshair got his message out and then got recaptured. And then they're, you know, they're torturing him again. I think that was how it ended, right? It was just on that last shot of Crosshair getting you know, injected yeah, they, by the droid. They up,
0: yeah, they upped the dosage and it kind of pulled in on Scientist Lady being like, I don't know about this.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was it was getting to the point in the episode where I was like, this feels like it's been going on for a while. And I don't know if they're necessarily <laughs> going to wrap this up. I feel like it's just going to stop at some point. And then they're like, inject him again. And then that's where it stopped. Yeah.
0: Um. It felt very abrupt. Yeah, I mean, it
1: it felt very cliffhangery leading into the two part finale, um, yeah. Which is why, like I said, this easily could have been you know part one out of three. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a good episode. There's a lot of cool stuff in here, and uh, I just can't wait to see how everything wraps up next week.
0: It's gonna be hard. It's going to be hard when there's only Mando and then Mando's gone and then there's nothing. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I mean, for a while. once for a while. once Mando is gone, then while. there's going to be Visions, there's um Young Jedi Adventures, which I'm not sure what we're doing for that, but I know Mike's excited to talk about it. Um, Which, by the way, I, I think they moved that up a week, I heard, because that was supposed to come out on May 4th with uh, Vision Season 2. And then I recently heard they moved Young Jedi Adventures up a week um wait visions season 2 has a date yeah vision season 2 is coming out may 4th yo what that's awesome yeah. i did not know that yeah so um so we won't be oh, going too long without cool. star wars stuff because mando is going to wrap up like in april and then of course april oh, 28th awesome. we get jedi survivor which they just released oh, an awesome new baby. trailer for that i'm so excited oh for that. baby um and then yeah so that'll be coming out i guess now like the same week as young jedi adventures since they moved that up and then we'll have vision season two right after that and then uh you know by the time you finish playing jedi survivor for like the second or third time it'll be time for ahsoka already so um <laughs> right
0: all right you're making me feel better yeah now. yeah this is <laughs>
1: There's never that long of a wait in between Star Wars stuff nowadays.
0: We're going we're gonna to be all yeah, right. Yeah, we definitely are. We're going to be
1: okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've uh, pretty much talked about everything we needed to hit for uh, Tipping Point, unless you've got any last closing thoughts or anything we missed.
0: Yeah, I haven't mentioned it before, but I really hope Delta Squad shows up Oh, next interesting. Week.
1: Yeah. Um, that would be cool to yeah, see. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like KOTOR, by the way. Don't know if anybody knew that um what is that I, i'm not familiar <laughs> well see it's uh Saints or knights of the old republic <laughs> It's this really cool video game oh interesting a long time ago um now anyway this has been fun um you know thank you guys for listening uh joe great talking with you about this stuff as always and uh look forward to um at least like i said at least one more episode of bad batch next week and then um, mm-hmm. going forward from there. I know, like I said, Mike wants to do something for for Young Jedi Adventures, I think, but I'm sure we'll all come back to do at least one episode on Visions. Um, what did we do for that last year? Did we just do one episode on Visions or did we split it up? I don't remember.
0: Uh, I only remember doing one. Yeah, I think maybe it maybe was we just did one. Two. I know it was you, you we- me, and
1: Jason for that. Um, I don't think Mike yes. was on that one either, but...
0: Um, we we did two for uh Tales of the Jedi. That's right. Yeah, that we did one two we for that out. one.
1: I do think we're getting more episodes of Visions this time. I think it's I think last time wasn't it like t- uh nine episodes and uh second season I think is at least 10. But don't quote me on that. I'd cool. have to double check. Um maybe we'll split it we haven't gotten any like trailers for that yet no and i think that's weird um, well there is a panel. yeah there's a panel for it at celebration so if we don't get anything before then i would and because that's only what like two or three weeks away um so at this point it's two
0: weeks man i am i am very nervous and anxious two weeks um for good reasons good problem. yeah you get to go and be
1: there i just get to
0: stay at home and
1: hopefully live stream the interesting panels
0: I'm I'm going to be at a table for yeah, four days, yeah. really five days for a setup. So unfortunately, I'm not going to see anything. You guys will probably be seeing everything before I do. Yeah, true.
1: Um, I'll I'll text you all the uh you know the mind blowing trailer. You know when
0: we get like the the first do. Ahsoka teaser trailer, I'll be like Joe,
1: stop the art sale that you're in the middle of and
0: watch this right now. I would. I'd be like, get lost. <laughs> Something important is happening yeah.
1: right now um but yeah that should be an awesome time i can't wait to see all the new trailers and stuff we get out of celebration um and then uh yeah just excited to uh come back and talk about some more fun animated star wars stuff with you guys whenever we get that but um yeah i think that's going to do it for now uh thank you everybody for tuning in we will see you again next week for the finale and uh may the force be with you
0: looks like bad batch is blasting off again
1: Follow Rebel Cells on Twitter and Instagram at Rebel Cells and on Facebook at Rebel Cells Podcast. You can support the podcast in three ways. First, by going to the podcast service of your choice, leaving a rating and review to help others find the show. Second, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com thunderquack and kicking in with your monthly pledge of support to get cool rewards like exclusive podcasts and more.